You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello everyone, this is Steffi and you're listening to the Metal and High Heels podcast number 31. And this is Kiki, we're your hosts on the Metal and High Heels podcast. Thank you for joining us. Yes, but first of all, there are sad news. Kyle Pavone, one of the vocalists of We Came As Romans, passed away. The band announced his death this weekend without reporting the cause. Um, the band just released their album called like War less than a year ago and played a lot of concerts since then. And I saw them at Empirican Festival this year, luckily, because um, I don't know if they will continue. I don't think so. Um, and so after Jill Janos committed suicide just about two weeks ago, um, the metal and metalcore scene lost another great musician. Yeah, and it was one of my favorite bands, so I'm very sad about that. Mm. I don't think there is a good way to smoothly change the topic to DJing now. So let's just do a hard cut and dive deep into this episode. Today we're talking about uh, female metal DJs, also called <laughs> DJs. <laughs> I really loved episode 30 about laws in the music industry and I learned a lot in this one. So um, congratulations on the very good job with Siegfried Sama from Visions of Atlantis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was really interesting. Yeah. When I read the um, the title or the topic of this episode, I thought about why are they called DJs? I have no idea if there is a special meaning behind it or they just felt the need to show people there is a woman in the DJ booth. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's just like a kind of wordplay, I would say. The course DJ, hmm, okay, she's female. So DJ, I think that's it. That's For me, it sounds more like a little joke and what play. Don't know. Yeah, but do we need it? I mean, we don't need it for any other job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I think it's a bit weird that we need a female word for female So DJs. maybe you should call a DJ now D-John and then you're happy? I don't know. I don't know. I'm happy with DJs, but I... There are many titles that are that are uh, different for the, for the female form, like steward and stewardess and actor and actress and um i think it's just yeah, but really the just dj is to, disc to jockey and the short form of disc jockey is dj mm -hmm. and if there would be a longer form for a female disc jockey then you could use it but dj just doesn't make sense <laughs> but anyway <laughs> i like it <laughs> Um, that's not so important. I was just wondering if there is a special meaning behind it. Yeah, but you talked to two DJs, one of them from Aachen and one from Dortmund. How did you get in touch with them? I read just about her. I never went to one of her parties, but I just saw um, yeah, an event on Facebook. And then Kiki, it was her idea. She had the idea first. And she said, hey, let's interview a DJ. And so I remember this female one here from Aachen. And so, yeah, Kiki was it. Kiki is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was super funny because um, a month ago, I, I was at, a, at the house of, of a friend. And um, this group of friends is a kind of a new group of friends of mine, of ours. Mm -hmm. All of them are metalheads. And... Uh, At one point, I was talking to uh, a girl 
who was wearing a Wonder Woman t-shirt, which was, of course, one of the reasons I was talking to her. <laughs> and I told her about metal and high heels. And then uh, she said, oh, yeah, I know this DJ. Uh, and she uh, is one of the, she plays one of the biggest metal parties in Dortmund. You should totally talk to her. And, and then I thought, okay, let's invite her to the podcast. And uh, when she couldn't do the podcast, we were happy that... Uh, DJ Danny from Aachen uh, was willing to to record the um, the interview. Yeah, many maybe uh, some of the listeners already listened to the interview in full, but we wanted to do a little better and release the DJ episode uh, 2.0. So this is Metal and High Heels podcast uh, episode about metal DJs 2.0. Where we listen to a little bit of the of the uh, interview and also talk about all that because it was an interesting topic. Yep, and um, now we have the chance to also introduce DJ Chris Walker from Dortmund. Is that yes? Yeah, let's maybe just sum up the stories how they became DJs. Um, if I remember correctly, then um, the DJ Danny is DJing for Metal Rock and alternative parties in Aachen and Heinsberg uh -huh. since eight years. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was working in nightlife, Rockfabrik, Musikbunker. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the main the main um, parties. Yeah, a couple more, I think. And she didn't listen to metal that much um, since she was 23 or 24. And she listened to punk before and her Her love for the metal music just developed with her jobs as a DJ. And that's what I found very interesting about her. Yeah, <laughs> I could imagine that very well because um, I think metal is is kind of hard music and not like it's, it's heavy music, but if it's very complex and um, it's very um, exhausting to listen to sometimes. And um, if you have a reason to listen to that music, then you... Maybe felt a little bit easier and laugh <laughs> with it. Yeah, and when you're at a party, then you can just take the time to listen to the music. Um, otherwise, you might only listen to music um, as a side effect, and then it can be annoying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think I or the most metal songs I'm listening to is not for background. And it's always when I'm sitting with friends and someone asks me, hey, Steffi, do you want to, to turn some music on? And I think, oh, uh, yes, sure, but but you won't like it. <laughs> so I don't like my music if I sit there with some friends and we have a relaxing evening because it's just exhausting to listen to. And um, yeah, as, as just background music, it does not fit or just not... It sometimes yeah. doesn't work, it's true. Some songs, yes, that's typical, I don't know, rock bell, rock him, him, hymns. He has those yeah. rock hymns. <laughs> Ballads, hymns. <laughs> typical hits, yes. This song everyone yeah. knows, yeah, that's, that's okay. And post-rock. Post-rock is also very good background music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and DJ Chris, uh, she applied for the job as a DJ at the Matrix in 2010, but she didn't have any experience. So they said no. That's bold, right? Yeah. And then she uh, she went to Helvete. 
I don't know how to say that <laughs> with a friend of hers um, who showed her how to be a mm. DJ. Um, and after an evening's trial, she had her first party at this club. Yeah. That's amazing. And natural talent. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, but I found very interesting her, her whole uh, career, how that turned out, how that went on. Because... Um, After she was, uh, she had been DJing uh, in Helvete in Oberhausen. She was uh, approached by another friend who knew about this and knew about her talent. And then she got kind of more or less her own party with this friend together. But still, it was a very big um, event with around 400 people every month. Uh, back at FZW, FZW is a location they do concerts in a very big hall, but they also have two smaller areas where they do uh, like the two floors for the party. And that's what they were doing until the location, the, the owners of the of the concert hall um, decided that it, it wasn't bringing enough money. And so uh, DJ Chris and... Uh, Her other her friend DJ they decided to move it to to keep doing it and to move to another location mm. where it's still uh, it's still going on today. I mean um, they will be celebrating their seventh anniversary in January and they do it once a month. And next month I'm going to be there, so um, I will tell you how it is. Yeah, I think great. I've been I think I've been to the to that party several times already, but I I actually never really saw that there was a woman behind the the DJ booth. Mm. I uh, haven't seen that very often. I just remember that I saw that once, but I wasn't really surprised and I don't care that much who is the DJ um unless I know him or her. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> as long as the party is great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think Yeah, you can say I work as a DJ, but it's it's a bit more than that. You need to have a special equipment. Mm -hmm. And um, DJ Danny also said that you have to to buy the music that you play. So let's just listen to what she said. I buy it on Amazon Music um, because I'm an official uh, disc jockey. Mm -hmm. um, I have to buy all things. It's easier for my taxes. Um, I can write it up. You can write it off the taxes. I think. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I do only uh, the legal way of uh, DJing. The equipment um, isn't very cheap, but to learn it, um, I learned it in three months uh, um, back then um, with a CD. Not mm -hmm. with MP3, I learned it, uh, it was complicated, uh, but then when you know uh, you're organizing, um, you know uh, where you find some title, and later it was much easier when we played with MP3 and laptop. I think this topic or what she told is um, a very good connection to our last podcast, because, um, yeah, just because of the law. And you have to buy the music because of the GEMA. And yeah, also it is, um, in fact, it's, it's a job. Mm. She also um, had to um, say, yes, that's my job. Also, if she, um, although she does not get that much money for an evening, for an event. But yeah, it was very interesting how the law um, 
Applies. Mm-hmm. Applies, yeah. exactly. But you still uh, earn some money with it. That's good to know. <laughs> that there are not only people um, going there doing that for free. <laughs> no, it's just like, um, hey, yeah, for your effort here, you have some euros, yeah. But it's better than nothing, and you can buy all the music and support musicians with that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That, that's also what you told. So um, after the interview, so yeah, I can just buy all the music also I like, <laughs> and so um, I do not have to pay it really. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, and especially DJ Danny, um, she said that she also likes to show the people at the parties some new mu- music, so that she. Just uh, that she doesn't only play the requests and what people want to hear at every party, but also some new stuff. That's really cool. Um, Speaking about requests, (laughs) that's a very (laughs) funny thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you asked this question both DJs Mm -hmm. and um, DJ Chris said that back at the Hellfire, I think... um, She was teaching at the same floor level as the dance floor and the bar also. And so people came to her permanently and were asking for beer. <laughs> <laughs> That must be super weird. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, definitely. You just want to play your music and it's like like work. And then, hey, guy, one beer. Uh, no, I play the music. I don't have any beer. Yeah, I mean, you see that there is no beer or any other drinks or even a bar behind the booth normally so <laughs> how can yeah. you have the idea to ask the person for beer you'll see immediately <laughs> that he isn't a barkeeper or something yeah that's true yeah these people just were very very drunk i think <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what she, what she also wrote and that's n- that doesn't happen anymore because now the location is a bunker Mm-hmm. So it's underground and uh, the DJ booth is like elevated and like you have to, if you want to request music also, you have to go up a couple stairs and uh, walk a little bit before you get to her. And the bar is downstairs on the, on the dance floor. And I think that's good, especially because people who are super drunk won't make it upstairs. Yes. <laughs> And if you wa- really want to hear a song, only then you go up there. Otherwise, you just turn around and say, play this song or that song. <laughs> so that won't happen anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's a little bit also extra security from, you know, drunk people. Um, yeah. yeah, the only thing about that location, though, and I've been uh, going there a lot lately, it's because it's a bunker and it's underground, there is no ventilation and there's no oxygen inside. Oh. That's awful. Yeah, I can imagine. But all right. The other funny request was was DJ Danny's story about Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just um, tell her herself. On the rock party, my, someone asked me to play Britney Spears. Um, I make a joke and play Britney Spears as a metalcore version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone like it on this evening and uh, laughing. I remember a really good Britney Spears cover from Children of Bodom for Oops, I Did It Again. Really? Okay. <laughs> I think we have to link that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, go and listen to it. It's awesome. Yeah. I will also put it into our Spotify playlist. So... 
go and follow us on Spotify if you don't do that already. And we're also on Twitter with Metal High Heels, Instagram at Metal and High Heels. We're on Facebook and also on YouTube. On YouTube, we have a lot of interesting interviews over the years, a really cool collection. Yes. And going back to, to Spotify for a second, we are, uh, there's two metal and high heels over there. There's the metal and high heels podcast on Spotify. And there's also our account with, with the, with the fabulous, uh, Spotify playlists, metal and high heel play, high heels playlists, uh, made by Pia and Pia is back. So the playlists <laughs> are back. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I just thought somebody copied our account and pretends to be metal and high heels. <laughs> I was scared for a no. second. We are just too unique. No one will do. Yeah. Um, and of course, DJing is a job that you need a lot of passion for. Um, and DJ Chris said she likes about her job that she meets other music enthusiastic people. Um, and it, sometimes it's really nice to talk to the party goers. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, and she also says that sometimes um, she has the chance to establish lesser known bands or songs throughout a period of time. So if she is DJing once a month and she plays one song that people don't really know um, at every party, maybe also twice, then uh, she really has the chance to make other people mm -hmm fans or force them to <laughs> to listen to the band and so making the band more i don't know hmm. well known more established more in famous. the yeah in the scene yeah because she also said that uh the people who go to the to the party to her party are recurring guests like um they go there they like it and they come next month again so mm. then of course you're going to listen to this song that's not not very not very known then you can ask her who is that band or you can i don't know shazam it or identify it with your phone otherwise and then you might even it might be your new, next favorite band yep <laughs> um, that's why i wouldn't be able to do this job because i would only play bands <laughs> that nobody knows <laughs> because i like exactly them. me neither yeah um, I discovered a really cool new band from Wales, I think. The band is called Dream State. And um, they are not playing so hard metal. Uh, you could also say they are playing hard rock with a really cool female singer. But she doesn't growl. It only goes a bit in that direction. It's, it reminded me of punk rock singing a bit. Hmm. So if you like that kind of stuff, check out Dream State. I will, of course, also put them into my playlist. <laughs> And you have to put the new project of Floyd Jansen in our playlist. Mm -hmm. um, they released a single a few days ago. Uh, she has now a side project. with Another side the, project. <laughs> yes. No, Remember is dead. So really? I would say that's... Yes, it is. Forever? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> sadly, yes. <laughs> okay, what's a new band? Um, Northward, that's the name. And uh, what? Woo, it's a guitarist from another famous band, which I forgot. <laughs> Did him. White Love Died is the title. Exactly. It was just yeah. released yeah, you're very on fast. August 24th. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, that's great. It's so great. Cool. And it's so different. It's um, just nothing like symphonic metal like she did before. Um, it's just a very good hard rock song and yeah, good good guitar, good vocals. I'm really, really looking for the whole album listening to. Cool. Yeah, but I think Sounds it cool. will be released in October. So it's still a little bit long time, sadly. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, <laughs> uh, let's just hear what DJ Danny likes best about DJ. The best thing is when the people dance and have fun and um, escalate on the floor. I like it, it uh, fits uh, the lights to the music and the light show, um, all yeah, cool. inclusive show with music and light, um, the fog, uh, all. Uh, The metal scene uh, loves fog uh, all the time. Uh, they like don't like it to see everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so don't uh, dance without fog. <laughs> yeah, it must uh, dark and uh, with fog and uh, the optimal light uh, to get the, t the people on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. okay. And um, that's uh, the nice thing uh, when people say uh, they love the music or uh, gave me some drink uh, for play some title. But every time when there is a good set, there is also a bad side. <laughs> and um, DJ Chris said she doesn't like it when people want to listen to the same song over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally um, imagine that. That's something that both of them said. Yeah. And it's also very understandable. Yeah. There's some songs which um, Danny just hates. King in the name of was one that she mentioned a lot from Rage Against the Machine. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the other titles that um, she said, but this yeah. was the one she said she has to play at every party and she's so bored of this <laughs> one. <laughs> it's a great song, but I can imagine that you don't... Um, it's the same with bands. When you have a a hit as a band that everybody wants to hear, then you have to play it at every single concert. And I can imagine that that also is very annoying yeah. at points. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there is also another side that can be bad when you are in a society. <laughs> um, and of course, we wouldn't be metal and high heels if we wouldn't have asked if they also faced sexism in their job. Yeah, and DJ Danny had a, a not-so-good experience with a Russian guy. On my own parties, um, not. But I was a guest um, on a metal party. There was a, a Russian boy and he mm -hmm. discriminated me because I was a lesbian. He um, don't know it from his um, country lesbians or um, transsexual yeah, yeah. or homos um, it's yeah. uh, not uh, correct for him and he um, um, was aggressive uh, take my hand on my back and um, hurted me and um, but uh, the security came and um, rescued yeah this was the on uh, only uh, negative experience um, so, uh, The people always on my parties are very nice, uh, mm -hmm. not ag aggressive. The metal scene, very nice people. Yeah, but luckily it was just the only thing happened, and it yeah. can 
happen anywhere and always so yeah exactly i i do not want to say that it's uh, it's not bad what happened but um yeah sadly a little bit normal almost sadly yeah still <laughs> it, it changes little by little i think but it's still there and we still have to fight it exactly and so i think it's very good just to talk about it and so the people have it in mind yes yeah. totally of course yeah but um i was very happy to to read that dj and chris didn't um experience sexism so the the typical sexism um she only said to that topic that people uh, that if a man stands beside her that people always think that he's the dj or think that mm -hmm. very often but i mean that can happen but nobody touched her or said um take off your clothes or something <laughs> what people do sometimes when they are drunk mm -hmm. but uh, she also said that um the the scene is not so tolerant as it pretends to be yeah um, but I, I don't remember the context correctly. Kiki, maybe you can help me. Uh, there was, and that was a written interview. So that was exactly the context. <laughs> and I think, and I think that is, that is actually the, the, the thing. I, I have also been thinking about this a lot because we metalheads, um, take a lot of pride in saying that outside of the metal community, we are like the nicest people, you know, like, in metal, there are less drugs and less violence than, uh, I don't know, at uh, hip-hop or techno events, right? So I, I do have the same opinion. Like, we take a lot of pride in that and also pretend to be super tolerant and super peaceful or, or peace-abiding. But when it, when it also comes to sexism or homophobia and stuff like that, we could still do better. Sure, yeah. That's true. Yes. I think you can always do better, but you, you have to know... Um, you have to talk constantly about what what doesn't go in the right direction so that you can fight it when the problems are still small. Exactly. Yeah. So let's summarize that part of what could we do better as a metal scene. If you see a woman stand, standing behind any uh, sort of booth, in the light booth, in the sound booth, in the DJ booth, and there is also a man, don't assume that he's the technician or sound engineer or dj because mm -hmm. it could be both and if you see um, if you see caroline from the charm de fury don't think that she's the merch girl for arch enemy <laughs> exactly that too <laughs> and if you see people of the lgbtq community that also intersects a lot a lot with the middle community then be nice to them that's it sure um and i i will um I want to do some advertisement for the T-shirt that you're creating at the moment, Kiki. Yeah. Um, where it's written on it that I am in. No, wait. Uh, the quote from this groupie woman was, I'm with the band. And I think you crossed the without and overwrote it within. Yes. So that there is, I am in the band. Yeah. I think that's very important because also... Not every girl who um, is around a band or is with a band um, is a groupie automatically because when I do interviews with a band, then I'm also kind of with the band, but only to do the interview with them and then I'm leaving them <laughs> without 
having anything with them a groupie would do. So <laughs> we could also say um, it affects us because if people see us with the man from a band, they might think that we are groupies, but we are not. We are just serious journalists. Yeah, exactly. Because that's that's also a, a thing we could do better by by thinking a little bit more about it. If there's a, a woman walking beside uh, male musicians, it doesn't automatically mean that she's the merch girl or uh, the groupie. The groupie or the girlfriend. It could also be a singer or another musician part of the band. It could also be a female journalist. It could also be their manager. It could be anyone. And we had a really interesting interview with a, a woman who also is a band manager with Heta, I still can't pronounce her last name, <laughs> from Tuska Festival. So you can find the interview on our YouTube channel. Yes. Yes, and you can find the t-shirt uh, with I'm in the band uh, written on it very soon on our uh, merch store. You can go there from our website so go to our website metal-and-highheels.com and up there you will find the button for the merch store yep yes we have a lot of, of nice t-shirts so check it out i think that's it more or less um i think djing is a very interesting job because you see the music develop but also the technical stuff um, it all started with laptop and uh, no not with laptops with Cassettes, even I don't know, <laughs> or with vinyl. No. Vinyl. And then we had the cassettes, but I don't know if DJs were using them ever. Then we had the CDs, and then we have the laptops that they are working with nowadays mostly. So that's also really cool to have um, people who just watch the metal scene, but not as journalists, not like we do, but from another perspective, from a more technical perspective. And maybe also know what um, people are doing with the electronics. There are also some DJs um, in metal bands <laughs> as a part of the band. I don't know if you call them DJs or if there is another name for them, but someone with a with a laptop <laughs> who does music with a laptop. Yeah, I think it depends. In new metal, for example, it is a DJ. Yeah, there were also people who played um, the stuff that is in the background of the music, <laughs> where you only have to push a play button and then you have this sound snippet, background whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, which happens happens a lot in symphonic metal, for example. Mm -hmm. So, do you want to add something to the topic of DJing? Hmm. I think what I thought was one of the most interesting points is um, how Danny said that it's less technique which she has to um, to manage, but mm -hmm. almost more the social stuff. Like, okay, what? Uh, how's the atmosphere right now? And which song would fit to that? And what would the people maybe like to listening now? And um, like to dance? That was very interesting, I think. it's. I just uh, had then the imagination that there's more, um, to say, a sociologer. You're also an entertainer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's more like an entertainer. And um, yeah, it's more social but technique, which she had to uh, manage. 
interesting mixture, of course. Yeah. Yes, because I guess uh, the whole the the technical aspect of DJing, like the fading in and out of the of the songs, it's something you probably learn like after the first week or something, and then it's yeah. just something mechanical. But when you this this people watching, I also thought it was it was very interesting. This people watching to see how they are reacting, how can can I make this party even better? Um, that's that was actually very interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also hadn't thought about it. <laughs> okay, so uh, to come to an end with this topic, let me ask you: Which one is your favorite metal party song? Oh. Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually also one of um, DJ and Chris's, I think, uh, the ones she always has to play because they're yeah. like the classics. And that's the best one, definitely. I do not know, really. I don't think I have any specific song. It's like more, um, yeah, in which mood I am. <laughs> And you, Pia? What do you like? Um, mine is from Any Given Day. Oh. And the song is called Diamonds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And yes, it is the cover version of a pop like song. I don't know who released the pop song. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> That was really great. And Eskimo Callboy have a very, very much party songs. And I like to party to all of them. Like, for example, Back in the Biz mm. or Crystals. Okay. Cool, cool. All in our Spotify playlists, I suppose. Yep. <laughs> no, I I can't find um, the Diamonds cover from any given day. I think it's not on Spotify. But all the other songs I just put in there. Um, yeah, what else happened? We did not report from Summer yeah, Breeze Festival. Exactly. Why that? It was a little bit sad because... Summer Breeze decided we're a little bit too small for such a big festival. And yes, they are very, very big. I think it's the biggest festival in Germany right after Wacken. And it's just the biggest one in the world. So it's okay. But Metal festival. Yes, exactly. Metal festival. And so they decided um, that we have to pay for our um, yeah, not tickets, like for our press, hmm. press pass. <laughs> so we just said, hey, no, that's not okay for us because we have, um, it's it's still work for us. Of course, it's fun, but it also work. It will be stressful and um, just to organize the whole stuff, the interviews, and we have to prep, uh, prepare it after the festival to do the videos and to um, write an article And so we said, no, no, sorry. <laughs> If we just want to have fun on the festival, then yeah, sure, we would pay, but not if we're there to, to work and to um, write stuff about it. Yes. And so we decided not to go. Yes, and uh, we received some um, some supportive words of a few of of you guys out there <laughs> which was cool because yes and from some musicians also because um we uh, don't pay to play just like bands shouldn't pay to play we don't pay to work and, and write a report from from a festival um so it was very sad we were very looking forward to all the bands that were playing summer breeze and i have never been to the festival so um i was kind of excited to go for the first time but 
I don't think I'll ever go now. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> But Steffi, um, to say something positive, you will be on holidays. Tell us yes. about that. Uh, I'm very excited. Alrighty, I will go to uh, Chile. Chile, it sounds so weird in English. Uh, Chile, <laughs> I will go to Chile. It's very hot there. Ha ha ha. Bad job. Turkey, Chile, Chile, Turkey. Oh, girls, no. Good combination. <laughs> and um, yeah, I will be there for one month and travel with friends. And um, yeah, I will see, I think, a lot. <laughs> Because we're traveling through the whole north, and Chile is a very, very long country. It's it has the longest coastline right um, after Norway. No, no, Chile. Uh, Chile has the longest coastline, and after that, there's Norway. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, geographic stuff. Um, yeah, and so we will just drive uh, from the north right to the south to the capital, to Santiago. There's a song from uh, Fjord that is called Santiago. Ah, <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, I know it. Yes, I will listen to that while I'm I'm flying to the to the town, <laughs> the yeah. city. Cool. Have fun. Cool. Have fun. When will you be back? Uh, October, second mm -hmm. October, and yeah. Cool, Kiki. Is there any news? from your side news um, I've been to the dentist a lot these days so guys send me good vibes so that I don't have any more um, pain <laughs> oh no I hate the dentist I hate it too. <laughs> poor Kiki that's it from my part <laughs> yeah, I was in Tokyo I was in Tokyo yes so um The next episode will be about my trip. I will tell you everything about that in the next episode. And I also met Inga, a.k.a. Hoshifune, the singer from a band called The Number Zero. And I'm mentioning this because she also worked as a DJ. <laughs> But we didn't talk about that stuff. Oh. We talked about a lot of other things and then the evening was over <laughs> out of a sudden. <laughs> so stay tuned. The interview will also be on our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening to this episode. And if you don't have anything left to mention, then I would say bye-bye. I do now. have uh, two things to mention. Uh, another fun fact. <laughs> uh, another another big uh, woman in metal who also worked as a DJ was uh, Jill Janus, who we also already mentioned in, in this on this podcast episode. Oh. Yeah, and uh, the last, which is a uh, more fun fact... <laughs> We have a new member in the Metal and High Heels team. So yes. at the end, you will, you will listen yeah. to uh, Eve, a photographer who also will write a couple of, of articles for us. And we will, be, uh, we will be on the road with her soon on a few concerts, probably. So, uh, yeah, watch out for that. There are already a few uh, articles by her on our site, but yeah. Welcome, Yay. Eve. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> It's weird to, to end the podcast with a welcome. Yeah. 
But anyway, that's true. <laughs> but just greetings to her. <laughs> Shout out to Eve. Yes, and as always, the show notes for this episode are on metal-n-highheels.com slash podcast 31. Yes. Exactly. And a very big thanks also to Cassandra Novell for our awesome jingle that's based on the song Storm by her band Mercy Isle. I will put the song Storm from Mercy Isle in our Spotify playlist because I think I didn't do that ever. What? Shame on movie. me. <laughs> <laughs> But now, bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.